Sports, sports, sports. The report stands for itself of sports and culture. True. Coming to you from Berg Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, back from his minor vision quest, Reed. Uh, good evening. Well, glad to be back. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, or Rowdy. Hello. And then the middle, the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 99. 99. 99. How are we? Fantastic. Feel great. Reed. Oh, you, both of you. Hi T, we gotta yeah. just yeah. like well, tea's this going. Is, this this tea, tea is going. It's our final episode. We're we back. Got we're back band. together. It's not our final episode. We oh, got it's, the, we're still doing this. We're yeah, going we to triple still, digits. Yeah, we're going into triple digits, okay. boys. We're okay. hitting the century mark. Are we gonna run into any kind of like Y two K type issues though? When we had that third integer? Ooh, Ooh. <sighs> no, because we've been I, doing zero ninety nine, so we're good for another nine hundred episodes. Yeah. But I've been saving out the MP three files with just two. So that, oh, for, yeah. you have? Yeah. Oh well. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is our final episode. Excuse me. As a graduate of computer school. <laughs> See, finally admits <laughs> it. I'm going to say we're fine. Yeah. Uh, more so. Reed, welcome back. Thank you. I appreciate that. Where you been, man? Um, well, I did a nine-day trek back from the West Coast. Started mm-hmm. in San Francisco. I really want to cut you off, but keep going. Went down <laughs> to Monterey, Carmel, over to Kings Canyon, Sequoia, to mm. Las Vegas, to the Grand Canyon, to... Ch- uh, Canyon de Shea, not Canyon de Chelly. Oh. Rowdy, it's Canyon de Shea. All right. <laughs> um, Agree to disagree. Yeah. Thanks, Over French to people. Uh, New I Mexico. Think the, I think the English pronunciation is de Chelly. De Chelly. Continue. Over to New Mexico, up into Montrose, Colorado, Black Canyon of Gunnison, then up wow. to Loveland, Colorado. Got a lot of Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, Illinois. Rubber? 13 states, I think, if I add that up. 11, 13, something like that. So do they call it a lot of rubber time, a lot of glass time, a lot of wheel time? What? Do, how do you, uh, you uh, over-the-road type folk talk about this? Um, What's your preferred moniker? Your preferred... Road time. Lo- boring. Well, hey, I don't make the rules. Hey, if this is how this show's going to go, <laughs> this may be our last show. <laughs> If this is I if mean, this is the energy open we're road gonna... time, oh highway time. I don't do interstates. I do highway. Oh, so love the highways. What was interesting? What'd you see? Canyon de Chez was awesome. I'd never mean, been there. It was incredible. This... And it, Rowdy talked about it. A little Stargate. I was looking for the portal, and I have a I didn't find it. I have a um, I have a uh, pact with a buddy that if we ever come across a portal there is no choice you have to go through it <laughs> but whether you're you, by yourself together I mean, whatever that's one good pack yeah absolutely I have a out there that if i ever have two million dollars i will give this other person one million dollars really for, yeah yeah no oh with uh can with actually can, your cousin oh <laughs> that's pretty good can yeah. i make that pact with you too though no, because then I'd have to have $3 million. No, you could still have $2 million, but you give one to that person. That's and one not how this works. But then no. he doesn't have any millions. Exactly. Yes, I have zero But I did million. not find the portal, although I have a feeling that the portal is there because there are a lot of people going places when it was getting dark down into a 750-foot deep canyon that I didn't jelly. know yeah, where they were going. I didn't ask. Probably should have. So this is how you don't find the portal. Probably like should If you don't ask. They're not going to tell me, though. Uh, excuse me, could you direct me a into the portal but these like, were native people they're not going to tell me they're not going to give me their secrets yeah, no, nor should they 
Uh, they're not definitely not going to. I don't if care you who don't they are. If you don't ask, they're definitely not giving That's it true. to you. Yeah. Rule number one, you do not get what you don't ask Highly for. Highly recommended Navajo Nation <laughs> in um, Arizona and New Mexico, northwestern New Mexico, northeastern Arizona. That is one of my favorite spots. Spell it for me. What? Canyon de Chez. Canyon de Chez. C A N Y O N D E C H E L L E Y. Okay. De Chelly. De Chez. Okay, got it. It's Spanish, cool. actually. Right on. Well, Not thank- French. Lots of French people in the national parks in the Southwest. Usually I run really? into a lot of Germans. A lot of Germans. French yeah. this time. My favorite story I was in a, uh, what do they have out there? Safeways? Sure. Something like that. Some kind of grocery store in Page, Arizona. Up north, uh, up near the Utah border, and there was a French family. I heard them. I could pick up like every eighth word, but I could hear them when talking they said about we. I could hear them talking <laughs> about bread and cheese, fromage and pan, and, <laughs> and so I like turned down the bread aisle because I'm looking for a loaf of bread myself. And this is probably like this. <laughs> See, a, it's universal. This eleven year old carbs are universal. This eleven year old French girl comes around the corner and she just sees the American bread aisle. The look of terror and disgust <laughs> on her face was incredible. It's just like, what in the living hell is this? And then the mother was like looking at the cheeses and just kind of like, wow, you know, American like, it was like, cheese, huh? welcome America, yeah, let's do this. But no, Canyon Shea highlight, Black Canyon Gunnison, awesome. Yeah, what's Very your thorn? Cool. You gave us two roses. What's your thorn? The Wait, thorn probably when he stepped on a cactus. Well, I did step on cactus, yeah. but that was in Nebraska. Oh, that okay. did hurt. I thought it was two a snake, like a, a split second. I thought it was Ooh. a snake, and it freaked me out. But it was a cactus. Um, the <laughs> thorn. <laughs> that story sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found five dollars. I liked it. Uh, that, that's my kind of story. What was the thorn? Yeah, it is. <laughs> The thorn was a massive thunderstorm in uh, Missouri that I got stuck in that I could only drive 45 miles an hour because of the vehicle I was mm. yeah. uh, I was. Tell us driving. about the vehicle. This is a good I like this. <laughs> the vehicle. So you went out to move a friend back, but right. she was already here. I have she a just friend. Wanted... I have, well, we have a friend. That Our friend, is, yes. Uh, moving back to uh, South Bend from San Francisco, but she didn't have time winter for her in between job starting to get her car back mm-hmm. and so i was like game on i'll fly out <laughs> I'll there, fly get out your there and drive your car back and she was like right on and so she sent me the ticket details all this she goes by the way it's a mini cooper <laughs> not, just, was, not she, just like a mini it's a mini cooper if that matters and then the next text comes through but she she says but it's a convertible <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was quite uh, the experience driving a roller skate across the country. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. It was fun. It was a little it. zippy car. Yeah. Yeah. Handled well in the mountains. Great. Yeah. So, so so far, just so I'm clear, mm-hmm. we've gone from a travel blog to mm-hmm. uh, a car blog. Would you like a, to hear what I ate along the way? Podcast, I guess. <laughs> Best <Fine>. meal. <laughs> Best meal. Best yes, meal. There we go. Mm. Let's get I did order so I did door dash some uh, Thai food when I was okay. in San Francisco. That was pretty good. Uh, my buddy Pete and uh, that's the most my San friends Francisco Pete and Candice can do is they some, made some me Thai. steak corn on the cobs and fried potatoes corn on the cob and fried potatoes when I got to Las Vegas that was nice. delicious I didn't you know what I didn't do I didn't eat any Mexican food the whole trip and that mm-hmm. was that's travesty not even in I, you I know in Bakersfield Arizona Bakersfield yeah. uh, New Mexico <laughs> nowhere I just I ate out of the box what I like to call it eating out of the box I had a little cooler that I got and I just bought some hard salami some cheese and a big old uh, 
big old uh, loaf of French bread and just made salmons. Some Vienna and, sausages and, and some I didn't have pickles. any Vienna's. Uh, usually I like to eat Vienna sausages on the road, but... Uh, uh, and then I just bought gallons of water, and you know, when you get hungry, you pull over, make a Sammy, look at the view, take it all in, watch the buzzards, <laughs> eat a hard salami and cheese sandwich. I mean, this is like borderline ASMR podcast. <laughs> that's the like. That's the way I like We're to just roll. Meditate, and now meditate, I'm just though. super sad that I'm back here with you fools. But yeah. us, us you know, ding dongs. Well, it was it was fun. For, well, thanks for joining us, everybody else. There um, was no thorn. Now. <laughs> I have no thorns. I breed. Uh, I breed. The, the eternal optimist. I breed. Reed. I breed thornless roses. <laughs> Every rose does not have a thorn. Yeah. When you're traveling cross country in a roller skate with Reed, pure GMO all day. Yeah, I did go through the San Joaquin Valley. Talk about GMOs. You ever seen 17 miles of almond trees? That That's pretty was, cool. That was wild. Yeah, 12 percent of our food comes from San Joaquin Valley. I'm do a little research on that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It used How, to be an inland ocean. What? Now it's where dry. Where we at as far as time? Mm, about nine minutes. All right. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, everybody. We are a sports podcast, believe it or not. Uh, while you're on your your podcast app, go ahead and give us that like. Give it. Go ahead and make that share happen. What? How do you do that, Rowdy? You hit I think that. You click a smiley face. Hit that bell. And that. Yeah, is that? Does that's that do for something? notifications? Oh yeah. Like hit when that you bell. leave an Arby's. Bing! Yes. Like That's when you're leaving Captain D's. You ever try to get out of Captain D's without them saying thank you? I have never been in a Captain okay, D's. Okay, let's hold let's on. Stop. Sir. Stop. <laughs> You've never been in a no, Captain D's? No, no, sir. I didn't say to Captain D's the other night. It was like my welcome home meal. Went to the captains. So again, just go ahead and hit that subscribe <laughs> button. And with that, yeah. as we do every week, hey Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey! Headline number one, Zion signs a blowout mm, I see shoe deal. You, I see what you did there. Yep, yep. So Zion Williamson, the uh, number one overall pick in the NBA draft this year, signed a deal with the Jordan brand under the Nike umbrella for seven years. I believe I have this right. Seven years, $75 million. <laughs> so he's getting a little over $10 million a year. Uh, to hawk some shoes. Now, uh, memory serves me correctly, Zion Williamson doesn't have a great history with Nike shoes. He blows up, blows them out. He blows them out. He is a February 21st, 2019. <laughs> blew out a shoe versus we all remember the, we, we, where we <laughs> North Carolina Tar Heels. Which they lost that game. They did. Way. Yeah. Missed he, five games with a sprained knee. Yeah, up uh, March 14th is when came he came back, back against uh, Syracuse. It's a good day. Good, great day. Yeah. Uh, it's actually... What's your, what's your guys' favorite day in March? <laughs> Uh, it's actually my daughter's birthday. Oh, there you yeah, go. So. See, March fourth. It's Command Day, like March. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we have a buddy yeah. who that's mm-hmm. his, his. That's uh, his, his birthday. birthday. It's the only day with a command. Although he forgot all the other March days, <laughs> like March first or Mar- you March second, right. March third. Well, okay, well that's true. Anyway. <laughs> I think the most interesting part of this, uh, if I could is that Zion Williamson is getting paid $10 million a year to wear Nike shoes. But they're, they're Jordans, right? They're Jordan shoe, Jordan yeah. brand. Uh, I don't think it's a sign, signature shoe. Not the Jumpman? It's, no, it's not his signature. It's not the oh, right. Air they're, Zion. They're still Jordans. Yes. Yeah. Well, Promised Land. There will never be an Air Zion. It could. It? it could be the you Promised think? Land. Like, uh, we don't know. Promised Land. See, you're on to something there. I like that. <laughs> yeah. 
he is getting paid Lord less to actually play basketball. He's getting about nine six, I think nine four. Less than his like. shoes. He's getting paid less to play basketball than he is to wear the shoes that he does the basketball America. in. America. Wow. Welcome. America. Welcome to post capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Look around. Take huh. a sniff. Yeah. So uh, he, Whew. it, it's it's an interesting. Uh, world we're living in. Uh, last year, I think a lot of the guys True. signed to Puma. Yeah, DeAndre uh, Ayton signed to Puma. I think there's a couple. I can't even remember who. And else. Under Armour's making a making a play too, right? Yeah, yeah. With Steph Curry, Steph Curry. and yeah. But this year, Zion signed with Nike. John ja Morant signed with Nike. Zion. I don't know who else. Signed How's with that Nike. song go? That Lauren Hill song about Zion. No, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna Everybody let you remember do that. that. I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, keep going. I'll I'll come in when I got it. So now you don't have to cue me. So I'll now just it makes me in. think. Like uh, uh, I'm an I'm a dad. I'm in my 30s, late 30s. I'll be real yeah. honest. Uh, uh, we're in the trust tree. Uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> what is the trust tree? The trust tree where you can speak honestly. Every, oh, yeah, is that like know? the giving tree? Yeah, no one's here to, to shame Shell anybody. Silverstein? <laughs> no. Basketball shoes not on my radar at all ever. No, uh, when I'm looking for When's something. When's the last time you had a pair of high tops? Oh, I have a pair of high tops. High tops still? Yeah, high tops are nice. I know. I've thought about just going to the high top. Oh yeah, because I kind of have top. a uniform. I'm on like my eleventh pair of Saucony Jazzes, mm-hmm. but I've really thought of if I could get the con the Larry Bird Converses, the black and whites, I yeah. would only wear that shoe. Hmm. Like the Chuck, not the Chuck Taylor. No, the, they're about. called like Commandos or uh, the, the Dunks. No, Larry didn't dunk. Yeah, so those ones you would get those, y'all for sure. Rowdy, where are you at with shoes? Does this even like? Do you think uh, that these I'll guys send you actually, a Zappo coupon? Do you think that these guys actually sell shoes? Like people see their shoes, like it's not a signature shoe. It's just Zion's wearing a shoe. Yes, and this moves. This moves yes. units. Why else oh, would they yeah. do it? Oh, for sure. Well, I think it's like sixty-seven percent. It's between 66 and 69%. Nice. Nice. Of NBA players wearing <laughs> Nike shoes. So I think they just do it because they have the uh, the market cornered. That you just start to associate basketball with Nike shoes. Well, but, especially but in college asking, because teams have right. contracts. Right. Like So the whole team, wear, they don't necessarily wear the same Nikes, but Duke wears Nikes. Correct. Yeah. I think they wore the Kobe's. Oh, the Black Mamba. So, see, Kobe had his own thing, too, Kobe's. and he's still selling them. Yeah. Kobe beefs. Would you wear a pair of, of new basketball shoes? How much? How much would you wear them, or how no, much, how do, much they do they cost? how much do they cost? They're free. Oh, sure. Yeah. A free shoe you're wearing no matter what it looks like. The, no. <laughs> no. Not at all. But, you know, I I mean, mm. I've, I have a eclectic shoe taste, if you will. Yeah. Don't forget my patent, oh, my patent leather this. yellow ponies. Rowdy, where are you at? Do you have high tops? First off, no. I don't think we have no high tops. I have would high you, top hiking shoes. Would you wear high tops? Mm. You'd look dope in a pair of you high would tops, really nice, like yeah. some, yeah. some all whites. You just, oh, what, also, real clean. What yeah. do you do with your pants though? Do you tuck your uh, you just let them bunch up your pants on the top. into the. So here's what I think. Let them bunch up. I get think, the tongue out. Tongue I think out. When you when your denim meets a high top, that's your Mick world. 
you can do whatever it is you want. I like it. Yeah, you can go over. I, I think, don't agree with it, but I like I, it. I do like the ankle support because the only <laughs> the the closest thing I gotta say to like a that I have to a high top is my hiking boots, and when I put yeah. those on and lace those up tight, feels great. It's like, oh yeah, that feels pretty nice. Why don't you wear them every day? What are you wearing? Some A solos? What do you got? Uh, hiking hiking boot wise? Oh, I don't know. Merrill's? I bought them like ten years ago, mm-hmm. but uh, right now I wear these Nikes. I think these Nikes. Are, I think these are, are shark these, I think these are skateboarding shoes. Yeah, they are. Um, those are like vans. For those of you not watching the live stream, we don't have. Visual Rowdy has taken off his shoe and he's looking. They in are the there. Nike SB Portmores. I just I like I like them. That's they're your second. Simple. Hold it up there, Rowdy. They're simple. They're yeah. gray. Let yeah. me. Yeah, dust it off there. Mm. Okay, here we go. And also to be clear, Zion nice. Williamson has Very a nice. seven-year contract with Nike, and I think he has a four-year contract with New Orleans Pelicans. So he's got to take his shoes on the road. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yep. On the highway? Yep. Open so, highway. Two, la- two laners. So who knows where he's going to go, but he's taking Nike with him. Wow. All right. That's all I got to say about shoes. Anybody else got anything to say about shoes? I like shoes. This has gone to, on too long. I Rowdy, wear what shoes. Else we got? Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I will say, at I, I, I my last uh, company holiday party, I won a Zappos gift card. So oh, nice. What did you buy? Uh, nothing yet. Oh. So if you're listening and you have great ideas for what, High tops I should get hey, I, with I my gift up. card. Let me get you a forty percent off coupon. I got it on top up. of my gift card. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. I'll make if, that happen. So you're saying if any listeners are out there and they have an idea of shoes, just shoot you shoot us the link. Sports, sports, sports. Are you looking Gmail. for like a summer sandal? What are what are what are we looking? Whatever, for? man. Gore Tex. Whatever, whatever people recommend. I'm not a shoe guy. Sports, sports. sports Usually when I go shoe shopping, this is the third pair of these I've had. That's I go, I go uniform and then jeans, with, uh, flannels, because you can't find corduroy yeah. anymore. You cannot find a decent pair of corduroy pants. You just can't. <laughs> We're not a fashion. It's blog. killing me. We're not a fashion pod. So we always know where. I'm just re- making an observation. Yeah. You hear me coming? Yeah. yeah. Could be a monster behind that door. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no one wants to share the podium with Sun Yang at the Swimming World Championships. Yeah, so this... Oh, wait, swimming. I was thinking it was like a magazine, like Swimming World. Swimming <laughs> World Championships. I thought he was a cyclist. No, Sun Yang, he is a he is a swimmer. He uh, is a freestyle swimmer, and he is the first Olympian to win every medal between the 200 and 1500 When you were telling me the story earlier, I thought we were talking about cycling the okay. whole time. So they blood dope and swimming now, too? Oh, yeah, man. Really? They blood dope everywhere. So the deal with this guy is he's already tested positive once in back in like 2014, 2015. But where's this guy from? Uh, China. So in, okay. in September of 2018, he had an out of competition um, test from, I guess it was WADA, the World Anti-Doping Agency. Uh, he, he, it was scheduled. He showed up late. So they had to wait outside his house. When he got there, him and his two bodyguards went inside the house and made these two what agents. What kind of swimmer needs bodyguards? Hmm. This guy. Apparently. I guess. <laughs> well, you'll understand why okay. in just one second. So they go inside the house. They make him wait even longer. The, the agents finally come in. Uh, he, at, he starts to take a blood test. They get the blood from him. He refuses a urine test. Then he wants credentials from them. He al- allegedly they can't produce credentials, so his two bodyguards take the blood samples and smash them and tell them to get out of, of the house. That's unsanitary. Very unsanitary. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Blood everywhere. 
I don't know how they smash them. With I their teeth. Uh, maybe they put them in the incinerator, right down the disposal. Dude. <laughs> Glass. Landlord, landlord does not take kindly <laughs> to that. Landlord does not take kindly <laughs> no. to that. Putting dimes so, in there. At this point, he uh, his appeal is in this appeals court. It will be heard in September. So he is still allowed to compete. Well, people are upset about this because clearly something was up. This was all very not above board. So there have been a couple swimmers, uh, Mac Horton from Australia and uh, a swimmer from Great Britain that I've just forgotten his name, who have refused to stand on the podium with him. So he's won the event. Out of protest. They all go up and they all they say, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm Hmm. not looking at him. I'm not applauding him. They Hmm. just say he's a cheater. They're just sore losers. So that's what he actually said to the uh, to the British swimmer who tried to pull this stunt after uh, words. And I'm actually going to pull up his name so I can get this right. British swimmer Duncan Scott finished tied. That was going to be my guess. <laughs> Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. No. Uh, let me just pull the name out of yeah. there. Brit- Did you say British? Yeah. Yes, Duncan. Duncan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he th- finished tied for third, uh, which this was the 200 meter freestyle interesting race. Uh, That's four lengths, right? Yeah. The winner uh, was actually disqualified after the race for a false start because he twitched his back leg. So Sun Yang actually got second, and Duncan Scott was not on the podium at all, and then the uh, the the first place guy was was disqualified. So then where was every, he from? Everybody got. It was a Eastern European. Loserville. It, <laughs> that's where he went back to. Yeah. He just bought a house there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he protested by not standing up. After this happened, uh, Sun Yang went up to Duncan Scott and started just flexing on him. You know, like hands out, oh, flexing on him. I love it. I was like, what, what? And he said, I'm a winner. You're a loser. Oh. So he's getting in dude's face. I mean, I don't wow. know how much English he knows, but... He starts getting getting in guys' faces. So yeah, he's he's starting to, to get like a, this guy. Get, no, what? No, <laughs> he's a cheater. Innocent until proven guilty. Am I right? Not in this case. No, Have you not. No, and swimming. They're guilty until proven innocent. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like German Germany. Is that how it is? Pretty sure you're guilty yeah. until proven innocent. Yeah. But he's already been. First off, he's already been proven guilty once. So he has a history of this being the case. Uh, secondly. He looks pretty guilty. Wouldn't you agree? Like, this doesn't look good. Yeah, bodyguards smashing vials of blood with their teeth. I don't <laughs> like it. I think you added the teeth. I don't like it. <laughs> I think you added the teeth. It, does but. <laughs> sound, it is kind of suspect. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that he should be able to compete because if he if he does compete, I don't know how this works. I know how it works in the NCAA. You're going to get stripped of all your medals. Well, why doesn't, what's it called? Wufafa? Wada. Wada. Why don't yeah. they ban him? Or suspended. That's the, his case is going to be heard in the court of arbitration for sports. Sports courts are the worst courts, <laughs> right? Sports I mean, court. Yeah, they are. They are so bust. It's, it's yeah, it's crazy. Sports courts. So I've been following sitcom, this. Sports it's very court. interesting because this guy, like I said, he competes in every event in freestyle from two hundred meter to fifteen hundred meter. So that's he, quite the range. He from, that's, is going, that's like a sprinter almost to long distance. Yeah. So he's going up uh, and competing so many times. And hmm. this is going to all happen right before the Tokyo Olympics. Are people just upset because he keeps getting on the cover of Swimming World? No, nobody's <laughs> upset. Is that a thing? No, nobody's <laughs> upset. The Swimming World Championships. 
Timothy. Well, if the magazine's I sponsoring think, it, then it's fixed. And you know he's anyway. got some kind of dope-ass Speedo contract. Oh, for sure. sure. For sure. For sure. And those goggles. Whoever makes those goggles. Speedo. And the, and the, and the uh, hats. Speedo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't think of another what one. What about a razor company? Probably. Yeah. Not Speedo. Manscaped. Not uh, a sponsor. What is it? Schick? Schick or yeah. Gillette? G- Gillette. Mm-hmm. So it's also interesting to me that the, these games were taking place in South Korea. And he has a huge contingency of fans in... Oh, Koreans and Chinese don't get along. In that, but do just they? in the in the region. Mm-hmm. So there was a huge section of fans that were there. Um, but when this was happening, their cheers started to get drowned out by everyone else's boos. Hmm. So, oh, really? Yeah. So people were booing him. It's kind of interesting. I do kind of think it's funny that he flexed on a British guy. But you said off air... Uh, this which is I what totally I thought we were talking about cycling. Which I totally disagree with. You were like, just let them all dope. Everybody's yeah. doping. The, well, this totally is, disagree. first off, this is when I thought we were talking about cycling. <laughs> right? I thought we were talking about cycling, although it doesn't change my opinion. Correct. <laughs> True. <laughs> Accurate. Yes. I mean, if, yeah, I mean, if, come on, if Chinata, like, the China Anti-Doping Agency says Chinata? that he didn't intend to cheat. I thought that was that rice drink. Oh, I that's mean, chorhada. To what? Horchata. Horchata. <laughs> chorhada. Chorhada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? What else we got? Let's get off of this. Okay. We're dying here. You want to talk baseball cards? Oh. Oh, man. Yeah, this let's talk baseball cards. So, let's, let's tee it up here. That's a okay. baseball term, right? Like T-ball? I mean, sure. Okay. <laughs> For you, let's tee off. Yeah. Let's tee off. Did you ever play T ball, Rowdy? So yeah. The yeah. FBI is investigating this is insane. baseball card collectors who have been suspected of rampant fraud. Uh, what is happening? Re- how can you how can you defraud how can you, how can you uh, fraud baseball baseball I, cards? You explain <laughs> it because I think I have a different take than Are you they on just this. printing them off? What's going on here? Let's get to the bottom of this. I'm not I'm not really been out of shape about this. Okay, so here's what's happening. If you were bent out of shape, allegedly, that would, that would lower your grade. Allegedly, that's less. very true. PSA so, seven at best. <laughs> so since the late 1990s, baseball card collecting, especially on the high end cards, has been going through the roof. It's actually it I is, just it's looked insane. it up now. Um, there's the PWCC index five 500 index, which is like the 500 most uh, valuable cards since 2008. That index of the 500 most valuable cards has outperformed the S&P 500. It's grown it. in value to 186 percent in uh, the ROI is 186 percent. So this is the this it's is like the Bernie indi- Madoff numbers. This is the, yeah <laughs> even better yeah. <laughs> Because they're real. Well, as real as baseball are they? cards. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I just asked my father. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what is happening is there are at, they've identified at least 316 cars cards that have been retouched. Uh, so they were purchased at one time, retouched, uh, and then resold for up to 1,000 percent value of their original purchase. So there's been a couple uh, memorabilia dealers that have been uh, um, isolated or, or um, starting to be investigated in this whole world. Um, one of them has been doing this allegedly for 15 or 20 years. 
So he's wow. been he's been selling cards. Now where the fraud comes in, there's a company called PSA, and what they do is you send your card in, you get it graded on a one to ten scale. Mm-hmm. They put it in glass. They 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 uh, seal, put it, slab it, seal, seal it, seal it. They, yeah, it's called a slab. It's in a big piece of glass. So it's then like been frozen in time. This is this is the grade of the card. They're one. also two grades sometimes you can get a PSA like PSA nine and a half PSA 10 because if it's autographed aka wet they also grade the auto so if a card has been altered or restored in any way it cannot be graded it goes on a different grading scale and it's just marked AA Mm -hmm. those are not as valuable as cards that are completely I guess genuine unrestored unrestored that are in their natural state what is happening is they uh, they've uh, people are breaking these open, restoring them, and then then sending them back to PSA to be regraded at a higher grade and then resold at that higher grade. So we're talking about the example in this Washington Post article: a 1952 Bowman Stan the Man Musial card uh, was originally they believe it That's to be a this, top subsidi- uh, subsidiary. I think Bowman. Uh, not at the time; it was a gum company, but yes. Um, in 2017, they believe this card sold for $2,800. They believe it's the same card. The same in 2018, it sold for $28,000. So in seven months from its first purchase to its second, it was restored and then sold sold for what $25,000 more. So that's what's happening. They can, they've identified, like I said, at least 316 cards. They believe there's at least 2,000 other cards still in circulation. Really? That ha- are are uh, from these. Are these most of these bio. like 50s, 60s cards? Uh, those that would make sense because say, but those would, would be the most uh, damaged or yeah. you know the, it, in the poorest condition. It doesn't say, but yeah, that's what that that's. How do you feel more. about this? I'm kind of I kind of don't see the big deal in this. Well, if you got if if somebody told you that you were buying an Infinity and then you found out it was a Nissan with an Infinity logo, you'd be kind of pissed cuz you paid a premium. Does be- the car look good though? Right. Is it fast? Does it drive? You're not good? buying it. If it were only a hobby and people weren't purchasing this, these as investments, it would make sense. If you were, I can't control why people are buying you, baseball cards. If you were saying, "Oh, I bought a an original Van Gogh," and then you found out it was a reproduction, you would be upset. This is where I was going. It's not a reproduction. It's a restoration. Hmm. We we restore paintings all the time. But you purchased it on the assumption that the grade was true and not an authentic altered grade which would be aa if i purchased the stan musel card as aa understanding that it was it was uh restored that would be one thing if i purchased it thinking it was at a grade eight or nine thinking that it would be that it's been authenticated as such then i would be upset this just makes me call in the question the guys that are grading cards at psa why can't they see this why can't they tell that these cards are, be, are have been restored or altered? So here's what's interesting. One, I think it's uh, they do allow some restoration. Mm-hmm. They allow you to soak them in, I believe it was distilled water, water. Yeah. distilled water, mm-hmm. and and naturally dry. The second thing, which is, which I don't know how that works, because you'd think it would bow, but anyway, bow or, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know yeah. if the distilled water does something different. Yeah. The other thing that I think uh, it, it makes it difficult is this is not a one of a kind item. There are t- 
tens, hundreds, thousands of these things. Even the ones you're talking about, like Reed, you watch, or and we have friends who watch these card breaks. They're very into mm-hmm. the memorabilia. Unless they're world. one of ones, yeah. Unless yeah. they're one of ones, right. you're looking at one of hundreds, one right. of five hundreds. Right. And back in the day, in 1952, they're sticking them in every pack of gum, so there could and possibly, tobacco cards there and could the whole possibly, line, yeah. possibly be hundreds of these mm-hmm. cards out there, anywhere between one and ten grade. Um, so it's it's hard for them to know who purchased the card, track who purchased the card at $2,800, for example, and then oh, sent yeah. it back. Because there are no serial numbers. Because there's no serial right. numbers. There's no way right. to tell other than like... Um, other than like the way it was printed on the card. That, yeah, that's but, where that's, I was, but yeah. there's a lot of telltale, and that's how this all got found out was because people were actually tracing what cards sold, and then they would compare the images of yep. the big sellers to other cards that had sold. Right. And there are just enough slight differences in every printing that like right. they they've been able to right. piece this together. So they've they've gone through and found all of these cards and yeah, it's basically turned this whole world of collecting upside down. Well, that's the thing. When you grade cards, they look at several different criteria and it seems to me that the restoration can only affect one criteria, which would be the cleanliness or the brightness of the card. Soaking them in distilled water or cleaning them is not going to change the centering because a lot of cards get lower grades because they're off center or they have soft corners and I don't see how you can restore a soft corner. And those you are could the, re-glue the. We, you could re-glue. Yeah, and that's might, that's that's what might. some of these these card but you're doctors. You're not doing anything with the centering. Right. No, but that's right. but that's so the distilled water though is fine. That's that's okay. You're cleaning them. That's okay. Yeah. But it's when it it's when people do go in and it's like, oh well, there was a spot here, so I'm gonna figure out a way to remove that. I'm gonna. And a lot of these cards have spots, and they can still get a 10 psa grade with like a. A sun flare mm-hmm. or a, a printing spot, you know, like a black mm-hmm. spot on them because they were all printed like that. Yeah. You know? And so it's, I don't know. It's, I get it if you, if you're the guy that paid 2,800 bucks yeah. for it. Like a dumb. Or you sold it for 2,800 bucks and then the next guy runs it through some distilled water and makes 28 grand on it. Well, I don't like, care about that. I get that. But, it seems to me the, the I mean, if you're talking about '50s, '60s baseball cards, you are talking about finite. I mean, how many little kids beat the living hell out of these cards? Right. Didn't know what they had at the time. They got stand usual and cool, right. you know, put it in their bicycle spokes right. and mm-hmm. rolled out. But um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I, I can't help point. parallel it with position. the art world that we restore things all the time. We clean things. We enhance things all the time, and that allegedly increases its value. Yeah, that's kind of how so I was thinking about this, That's kind of how I too. look at it. I don't... Well, one, uh, I think that that's, that's an individual item. It's not multiple items. And you're purchasing this item based not only on who's on the card, but the quality of that card. But aren't all and these you prices are gl- arbitrary to begin with? Yes. Yeah. So they're, doesn't the market just determine the value? If they know what they're buying, but they don't know what they're buying. If they know that it's an AA and it's not an eight or a nine, then that would change the value. Well, and that I doubt someone is willing yeah. to pay for it. And they're not soaking these cards that are autoed. I don't see how you no, can soak. No, an these are card. older cards. But yes. Also, an interesting uh, 
an interesting part of this is that Tops and Donruss and a lot of these companies have buyback programs where they will buy back certain cards and take them to the player and have them so you can get like a 86 Donruss uh, Ken Griffey auto that's a buyback that wasn't originally autoed it was bought back by Donruss sent to Ken Griffey signed and then repackaged and sold again so cards are kind of squirrely in terms of even the com- how the companies mm-hmm. do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a lot going on. But there's no altering of the quality of the card. No, and they're only going to probably process. buy back and nine no and one, a half, nine plus. But no one's, yeah. And no one's saying it's something other than what it is. Yeah. What is happening is one of the guys at the center of this, his name is Gary Moser. He's the one. He buys the card. And according to him, this is what he says he does. Uh, I look for cards that PSA rated fives and sixes. I crack them out and hopefully get a better answer. I've been buying and selling cards for 20 years. I've been altering. If I've been altering cards for that long, I'd be retired. Well, if he's buying fives so, or si- fives and sixes. So what he does is he says, I look for, I look for the undervalued card. Right. I look at all these cards. I say, ah, PSA probably should have graded this at eight. They graded it at five or six. I'm going to buy it. And then I'm going to crack it he's open. He's going to crack it re- and, and have it regraded re- and have it regraded. Now that's interesting. But we're talking about a card like this Stan Musial card. Right. That got sold for $2,800. And you're telling me it was graded at a five or six. Somebody else didn't buy that up. Somebody else who's been in this business 15 or 20 years. Look at that and say this is this is graded too low let me crack it open and regrade it and that process took him seven months that yeah. seems odd yeah like there's some there's some it. oddities yeah. in this yeah and I, I think to me the biggest question uh, becomes as a purchaser i don't care if i was the person who sold it for twenty eight hundred dollars because i think it was authentic it was authentic and that's what it was worth i'm not interested in my in in my rights being yeah, uh, infringed upon. I'm worried as a consumer, if I'm purchasing something and I believe it to be true, like if I'm purchasing a car and I believe it that it's not on a salvage title and then yeah. I come to find out it is, I've been sold something yeah. other than what I was told I was being sold. Yeah. That's the, where the problem is. The curious thing about this is that there, I mean, in card collecting, I mean, the history of the Beckett and all this. I mean, there are recorded values of cards Mm -hmm. month to month. There's a lot of provenance in cards. There's a lot of history. So if you're... There's not as much provenance as you think there is because there is no... But a thousand percent increase has got to make you balk a little bit, right? There's no skew. Yeah, but that's not abnormal. Like, what was the, the... the Honus Wagner card, the T206, was recently... Oh, yeah, 2.5 or whatever yeah, it is. And yeah, and it's been sold for even more than that. Right. So anywhere between... Uh, a baseball player owned that for a minute. At 2005, it was a PSA 2 was sold for $237,000. Right. And the same year, a PSA 1 was sold for $110,000. Right. Well, so just, that's, that's because of rarity. So we're talking about the T206, the Honus Wagner, right. if you know which card we're talking about. It's, yeah. it's a small It's a card. tobacco card. It's a tobacco card. Mm-hmm. Honus Wagner said he did not want to be associated with tobacco, yeah. so they pulled his card after a very short amount of time. Yeah. It's the rarest card in the world. For sure. I think everybody... It's the, yeah, it's if, the most expensive card in the yeah. world. So it recently sold in May of 2019... Uh, <laughs> if you're paying that much for a card anyway, you're you're out of your board. A, P, a grade a PSA two, 
was sold for $1.2 million. Yep. So so just in that short amount of time, just in that 15 years, it went from 237000 to $1.2 million. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about 15 years. We're talking about seven months. Yeah. It's, so, I, I didn't realize this went on. It's curious to think about. But in the age of the internet... And in that short amount of time, you can go back and see realized sales on eBay and see that this thing in the past 15 sales has gone for 2800 and now all of a sudden this thing's up to 28000 But it's a different grade. It went from a grade 5 to yeah. a grade 8. So just from there, you can look at the huge swing from a 1 to a 2 in this very rare Hold card. on to your 5. You're talking about 150 percent so, Yeah. It's crazy. You said this was actually broken on the internet, right? You had read that like this. there was a... Yeah, it was a forum. A forum. And people just started kind of getting suspicious and just kind of did their own sleuthing. Well, now that's, that evidence is being used by the FBI, apparently. The uh, FBI won't Allegedly. Com- allegedly, yeah. The FBI will not comment, but... Well, did you collect baseball cards as a kid? Uh, yeah, I remember when I brought oh, yeah, my yeah, baseball yeah, card yeah, collection baseball in card on collection. episode... Fill in the blank here. Um, <laughs> episode, cut that in later. If we edit it, I would edit that number in, yeah, but we yeah, don't. Yeah. So... But I, I just kind of, I, I, I didn't have anything that was worth anything, and I didn't know anything about like keeping cards. Well, that's what's interesting in about good shape or whatever. Yeah, and like card collecting. Uh, it was just a thing you did in the started, early nineties, right? When we started it, it was all about volume, and they, yeah. there was no sort of like. Oh um, yeah. So no no rarity to any. Yeah, you just kind of wanted to get like, oh cool, like I have Nolan yeah. Ryan, I have Tommy Lasorda. So once that happened, oh, we collected in the worst possible time period <laughs> yeah. ever, yeah. eighty six tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean. So now they've gotten to the point. Like Reed, you were talking about some of these breaks that you watch with. Oh somebody. yeah, I mean there are there are all kinds. Of, now you can buy cases of cards that have two cards in them. They come in a wooden box. There's two cards. It's twelve hundred dollars a case. Oh my gosh! But they're all pre-slapped, graded the whole nine, and you're mm. getting a one of one. You know, Daryl Strawberry patch piece on Darryl card, Strawberry. on card auto, or you're getting like a rookie. On, you're saying a lot of things. On card auto <laughs> means it's signed. We're not all in the world, with, man. It's wet. It's the, signed the, on the card. The Membo world. It's signed on the card versus a lot of guys will just get sent a sheet of stickers and they'll sign 50 stickers and send them back and then they just put mm. the sticker on the card that's mm. an auto sticker like an piece. And Frank kind sticker of pieces. Sticker. sticker pieces are weak. But if you want a rookie on card patch auto. You get a lot of opinions now, for a guy that doesn't have a lot t- of cards. I have no. I threw all my cards away. <laughs> I might have like three hundred cards left. And they're all like Larry Birds and Nazi Smiths, and that's it. And none of them are rookies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I watch a lot of card breaks with my buddies who are big into cards. And yeah, I mean, so you you might you. I've seen a Babe Ruth bat piece. I've seen a, a Mickey Mantle glove piece, and hmm. the cards now are like. Five eighths of an inch thick because they got a piece of helmet in it or a piece of cleat in it or it's insane what they got now. Well, see that's so it's look, crazy. To to your point earlier, like doesn't matter. Like if you broke that open and they said, ah, oh, this is a Babe Ruth bat piece in it, and then you find out that it's actually Uncle Frank's piece of toothpick it's that he had, that he had from, from the, barn. the yeah. last Yom Kippur, right? Like right. then then yeah. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is this is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I I mean, it just seems to me too like if you're willing to take the risk of 
paying a thousand percent more for a card that's got two, three points more on a grade, and you've been in the industry enough to realize like there are no Mickey Mantles over sixes. Like I've never seen a Mickey Mantle six five or seven. Like you know, I, I feel I feel Somebody like you got to yeah. know you got to know what you're. If you're spending that kind of money, you should know what you're doing. And if you see a Mickey Mantle eight come across the board. Something's a little squirrely mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. the way I think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, no, that's at fair. the same time, if it's cleaned up but and it it's done well, huh? But but go for it. To that Honus Wagner, it doesn't have to be from a five to an eight. It can or from a four no, it could to be a, a nine. It could be it a could half be, a point. Yeah. It could be a full mm-hmm. point. Yeah, it could be the best example that right. they've seen. And it right. could be could be a six. And like you're saying, these 50, 60 cards, they're not wet. Very few yeah. of these cards are I gotta auto. find my Hank Aaron. I got a Hank Aaron All-Star card. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, in somewhere. I need to get it graded. It's not in good shape. Grading, from what I understand, costs about $11 a card, unless you have a membership. <sighs> well, that sounds like I'm going to be spending about $11. Yeah. Because I got one card. it takes like four to five weeks, I think. But what? Who's back, got that kind of time? Back, in this economy? I ain't got that slabbed kind of time. Right. Comes back slabbed up. All right. Well, yeah. I think we've talked enough about cards. Cards what are else? fun. Cards are cool. I yeah. encourage anyone to watch a live card break on YouTube. It's an interesting Woo-hoo! experience. Yeah. What yeah. else we got? Well, I got. Uh, you guys get to pick. Do we want to talk Pete Alonso? I hate. Do Pete we want Alonso. to talk uh, Magic so Sports Quadrant? Alonso. What do we want to talk let's about? Do, uh, let's do. Some quadrant. Let's do some quadrant. Let's, let's do some quadrant. quadrant. All right. Let's plot so. some things. Let's plot it out. I got it out here. I got my piece of paper. We got a lot of sports to go through. We have talked a lot of sports lately. So. I had a uh, on our Facebook page. We had a game brought to our attention uh, by our listener uh, Colt. Uh, it is the game of shin kicking. Hmm. That looks this, wild. This is a Hardly this is a game. British yeah. game. So interesting. Ooh, and, and interesting tidbit. Yes. Uh, so this this was actually is this American? This is British. Okay. Uh, so this this was actually part of a British Olympic Games. But oh, these games, like the Scottish Games but, or the uh, Ren Faire mm-hmm. Games, or okay, yeah. But these it. games are actually held in the Cotswolds, oh. uh, which is sounds exotic somewhere in England. Um, you ever been to England, Rowdy? Mm-hmm. Really? Is it cool? It is cool. Yeah, I'd like to go. You should go. Sounds dope. Yeah, uh, here it's pricey. It with the uh, pound sterling and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say it's worth it. it that's pound, that's, that's pay, my review. Paying the that's, pound sterling premiums is worth it. That's my what review. What about with of Boris now? Is it just going to be crazy? Mm. Were you there? Whose regime were you there under? Theresa May. Mad cows. The mad cow. Oh. I was there at the end of the mad cow disease, and so they they had like you'd be. Uh, well, who, so who was that on um, the train? And you'd see just uh, I think Tony Blair. Tony Blair. Yeah. You'd see big big piles of dead animals no, that they were really? like, burning. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then if you God. went out and like walked in like gardens or whatever, you had to like uh, they had these uh, mats that you had to basically disinfect your shoes when you came back and forth for real and yeah hey guys what are we talking about oh mad cow <laughs> talking about, uh, let's, we're let's, about shin kicking in, we're not in talking Britain. about practice that's for so sure. we all know no. about the olympics as we play them now but in mm. 1612 a british lawyer named robert dover decided he wanted to sure his name's uh, Duncan. create a modern olympics Does so this predates at dover this predates the olympics as we know them he actually mm. spelled them 
O L I M P I C K. And these oh, games like have it. come and gone over time. They were resurrected in the 50s, uh, but they are known as the Cotswold Olympic Games mm. uh, in Dover's Hill, Chipping Camden. In these games, it's it's what are all it's, those things counties or <laughs> yeah. districts or when I never they do have that, gotten that. I never yeah, yeah I'm the, you lost me. Are we supposed to say like I Anderson, have, Madison, Indiana? Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, it's somewhere in England though. Yeah. It's like when they read off when you listen to the BBC on yeah. the NPR. When Their like, phone number forty four forty six seventeen zero four eleven. Did you just it's a, uh, half past eleven GMT? Did you just read me off something for the lottery? Yeah, or the or Daily Eight. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so sorry, as an, as 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 a version of the Olympics, it's it's a variety of sports. So we have King of the Hill. We have Championship of the Hill. We have Running Races. A lot of hills. Uh, we have Tug of War. And then, finally, Shin Kicking. Or of course. So Shin, shin kicking, kicking looked terrible. Uh, shin Kicking evolved from Cotswold Wrestling, which basically involved both men gripping their opponent's shoulders. At this point, it was only men. Sorry. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And attempting this was pre-Title IX. And attempting to trip <laughs> or throw him to the ground. Uh, the... Uh, and basically over the years people started kicking uh, as they were doing this this tripping and it evolved into shin kicking do they wear chaps Uh, they do not wear chaps so they I will will tell you the official equipment so you have to wear long trousers or track suits and nice because yeah. Ollie G also does they, they they do provide straw so you are able to stuff yeah they look like your trouser legs with straw yeah um you uh you may wear uh trainers shoes oh, that's or soft-toed right? boots nothing with any kind of metal reinforcement although that's only a recent addition in uh, oh. in the fairly recent past uh, people used to wear uh, steel-toed boots. Yeah, um, yeah. So that just seems mean. Basically, then you start your you start by gripping your opponent by the shoulders with your arms straight. There is a judge known as a stickler. The wizard. He's called a stickler because he that carries the, a stick. It's a guy that looked like a wizard on the video we watched. Is that the British? Um, Way to say that. Stickler. Stickler. Not Stigler or Stigler. Stikler. Stikler. It is a Stickler. And that is actually uh, possibly where the phrase a Stickler for the rules oh. originated. So the Stickler is basically the I ref. I love when so we they go hold full the stick. circle etymology yeah. with words yep. yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. So when they pull their staff away, the kicking it starts. Uh, I believe it ensues. And, and the stickler gets to also <laughs> judge the fairness of the contest. So basically, oh, the contest oh, yeah. is that decided. Kick was unfair. We just moved on. Yep. Judge, the, judging. The, the contest is decided on the best of three throws. So two successful throws result in a win. The a, aim is a throw. Some kind of contact. With I'll, the shin. I'll tell you. I'll tell you here. So okay. uh, the aim is to weaken an opponent by kicking his or her shin. So now women can play. Because uh, this, this is the 21st like century. Sucks. Oh, it yeah. looks terrible. Uh, <laughs> once, once your opponent's legs have been weakened, you may throw them to the ground, off balance, over a leg, provided that you Sweep maintain leg, your grasp Johnny. of their shoulders. 
So there's a lot of physical, it, when you watch a video, it just looks like people just kicking each other and throwing each other to the ground. But there's actually a lot more going on here. So you have to maintain contact. <laughs> yeah. You have to ma maintain contact sure. with the shoulders. Now, a successful throw involves unbalancing the opponent in the mm -hmm. course of a kick. It does not involve kicking the opponent to the ground or pushing them to the ground. Mm. So the shin must mm. be kicked before a throw can be achieved. Contact must be made before you can throw them to the ground. A throw is not valid unless the thrower is in the process of kicking and has one foot off the ground. Oh. If the stickler decides that the kicker has made an <laughs> intentional trip or violated the rules in some other way, the throw goes to the opponent. If the kick is thrown to the opponent, yeah. if the kick is above the knee, the throw goes to the opponent. Oh, yeah. Oh, get high. Don't the, get high. The first person to hit the ground loses the throw. Sure. Okay. And the stickler's decision How is. How many fun. broken legs do we get in this sport? I don't know about Two. broken legs. Each sport each, game, where are we? Each opponent gets. Two broken two legs. Broken I did, two, I, I, two broken yeah. legs. Oh, yeah, that's that, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I did read an old newspaper article about this, and it was saying, and this was back, I think, when steel-toed boots were allowed, and oh. they didn't pad their shins oh. with, uh, straw. with straw. And basically, they... Um, uh, they were talking about, like, with each kick, it was just like a two-inch chunk of hunk of skin came off Ugh. um and also back, guys out back there with then, <laughs> what what people used to do they would actually use Cleated. hammers they would hit their shins with hammers leading up to this to basically harden like harden their shins uh they would also use different uh, this was the largest standing empire in the history of the world, folks. Yeah, <laughs> they would use potions they didn't get there to pickle to pickle their shins. I don't know what that means. Potions. They would use potions to pickle their shins. I don't know what that means. And then Beef some contestants and, would and put something. gall on their boots to make the wounds even more painful. So none gall? of that's like. I guess from like I thought that was an France. ox or something. But oh, yeah, they, uh, okay, yeah. All right, so let's do this. Yeah, so you got a stickler. We got a stickler. So we have a judge, a referee. Yeah. Let's re there rehash. There are rules. Let's rehash the uh, the magic quadrant. Okay. On our X axis, we have, uh, what would you call this? Subjectivity. Right. So basically from the left, no subjectivity, to the right, very subjective. So mm -hmm. we're talking so about... So that's judging. Judging. Ruling. No, uh, right. uh, that's that's the vertical. The the, oh, yes, the yes, north yes. side is is it's how rules, physical. Rules the focused. y is judging yeah. the x is physicality. The x is physical. Yeah. yeah. Y okay, yeah. y is rules. So so the the height of of y is rules. Mm -hmm. The below is is subjective. Well, so we're definitely in the north two quadrants, right? Because we have judges. There are judges, but there. There's some pretty clear defined... But there are pretty clear rules. Right. So I feel like it's kind but of... Who's, okay, so the so judge is just there to enforce the clear enforce rules. Enforce the clear not rules. To, right. Not to evaluate. Exactly. Right. It's, okay, it's, right. it's okay. more like an umpire than anything else, it seems right. like. Okay. 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 So, that makes sense. Instead of like a gymnastics judge. Exactly. Right. Okay. Where it's like not it. about the quality of the performance. Yeah. The stickler... But the stickler does, as the last rule says, the stickler's decision is final. But so oh. here's, here's where I'm putting it, right about here. And I think everybody... Very physical. Very physical. I mean... I, I forgot we I, did butt quarters. 
it as is, far as physical goes, though, you're only using your lower legs because I feel no, like you no, got your incorrect. arms on the shoulders. Oh, yeah. and but you're, throwing, but you're holding, sweeping the leg, and you have to make con- constant contact. I'm gonna say constant contact. Uh, yeah. Do you think it's extremely physical? I, it's got email be. your customers. How long? Do you want to play right now? How long? Do you want to no, play right now? Are, Let's play. How Take your shoes are, off. We'll do. We'll do a. We'll oh, do a shoe barefoot? free version. How long are each? Is each bout three throws? It's it's whoever gets the but, best. So of three. you could be first to two, three total. Yeah, so it depends on could, how tough you are. You could be in a bout for an for indeterminate a, yeah. amount of time. Correct. So yeah. it's like an inning in yeah. baseball. We don't have a time limit. That's correct. Exactly. So I there's that, no clock. I think the fact that that exists makes it even more physical. Okay. You could be standing there kicking shins. For hours. So you think... Well, you could be preparing to kick shins for hours because you only get three kicks. Right? Three throws. Right? Is that right? What? Did I not hear that correctly? Right, but but if you don't make the throw, it could go on for That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, so it's... Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, you're not best just, two, best two you're out of three. You're not just going ham kicking. It's a very, very discerned kick. Yeah. Right. And, and discerning. So, so that makes it... It could make it even more physical because you know you have to make solid contact. It's like a boxing match where you can only throw three punches. And you also oh, have yeah. to know that when you are when when your but opponent of, is kicking at you and trying to throw you, they're they to for that throw to be Oh, is it throws you only get three attempts at a throw? No, 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 no. It's as many attempts as you want, but but when they attempt to throw you, you have that one of their feet has and one of their feet has to be off the ground, which means they're also the person doing the throwing is also off balance. So you you as they're kicking, okay, so it is there's a lot there's a lot more going on (laughs) here. If I'm getting this right, it's northeast. Yes. It is more it's definitely more physical than horse racing. Just horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I forgot we threw the jockeys out. <laughs> yeah. Those just guys just are let the cheaters. horses go. They know but what they're doing by this point. But there are more judges and, the, and more judge interactions than butt quarters. Yes. Would that be For fair sure. to yes. say? Butt quarters is but just the judges are essentially umpires, so we should keep them above the x-axis. Right. So maybe like here? Yeah. That feels good. Okay. Where'd you put it? <laughs> I didn't see. Oh, yeah, I like okay. that. All sure. right. So, so if you're right. ever in the Cotswolds, <laughs> which we don't know what that is, somewhere in England, we apologize if you're and you hear by somebody that. talking about shin kicking or hacking or purring, that's what they're talking is this, about. Is, purring? What, is this purring? Is it called purring or what are we calling this? Hacking? Shin kicking. Shin, shin, shin kicking. kicking? Okay. Shin kicking. All yeah. right, guys, we got two minutes. Do we have one more to slide in here, real quick? Uh, Take a look, Riley. Let me know what you think. Cowboys are the world's most valuable team. That's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Guru Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Mackie? Commissioner Mikey. Mikey. I want to thank Mikey. Jack about him. Thanks, Mikey. Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, Food Editor Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is the Ball Boy this week is a 2,500-pound mammal found in Yellowstone called a bison that just threw a nine-year-old girl about 12 feet oh, in the air. Did you guys man. see that video? No. Don't. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> all right? This is what true. kind of parent let their child that close to a bison, but he charged her and he flipped her good? Can you hear me in the back? Flip <laughs> <laughs> you for real. Uh, yeah. Where were they in Yellowstone? Um, but where in the park? Uh, I didn't were they see. On the, were they near the geysers? There's uh, a lot of them. That like I don't know. The, there are a lot in the geysers, and there are a lot up at that Mammoth Hot Springs area, mm-hmm. where all the um, 
the waterfalls of all that. Find us sulfur, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, is. or email us at sportsportsportspod.gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? <laughs>